What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Yes, and we didn't dress up for you guys. We didn't get all snazzy for you. We're actually uh, heading out tonight. Uh, tonight is my birthday unveiling. I um, Well, by now, by the time this comes out, you will see uh, unveiling. I purchased a new vehicle. Uh, it's something that I wanted for a long time, and... We finally got it and we wanted to do it something nice. I, I haven't sat in it. I haven't really seen it. So tonight we're going to unveil it and hopefully I'll be able to drive it home. My wife approved of this car. So I'm super duper excited. Reluctantly. I reluctantly approved. Yes, yeah, she did. But she did. <laughs> Nonetheless, so we're excited oh, about that. So tonight it. we're going out for my birthday, of you course. You deserve it. Oh, you so far, I can't give a little kissy kissy. <laughs> so uh, tonight we're going out uh, for my birthday. Usually we do a party or we do a dinner or we do something, but because of COVID, we haven't been able to do anything. So we just got a small group of people uh, that is coronavirus and COVID free. Uh, and we're just going to have like a little celebration. No dance, no party. It's, it's everybody's going to be away from each other, but we're just going to celebrate uh, birthdays because so many people are passing and we just want to celebrate life. So we're going to be celebrating tonight. So we are after this, I'm going to throw on some shoes and we're going to go now. Not for nothing. My baby over here looks like a snack, <laughs> like a snacky poo, like, <laughs> like, a sh like, you know what she looks like? She looks like a sour apple blow pop. <laughs> That's right. I got a surprise inside. That's right. I'm going to lick it all up and get to wait for that surprise in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so that, that's why we're all dressed up. So hopefully you enjoy it because uh, I'm sure we're going to be posting things online. So hopefully you enjoy hard work. Uh, and this is why I work so hard to, to enjoy the fruits of our labor. So let me shout out to the sponsor too, Positivity Water. Now, uh, if you haven't, Try Positivity Water. If you have a business, would love to get Positivity Water in your business, all right? You can hit us up on uh, our Instagram, which is uh, at Positivity Water. Um, if you have a HBCU, a business, we want to see it, and you can order it on Amazon. So definitely try it out and tell me what you think. It's alkaline water, so it'll keep you healthy, keeps the blood going, and all the other positive things that it does. So shout out to Positivity Water. Now, today I want to talk about a bunch of things, a bunch of things I want to talk about. Um, one, I want to talk about uh, something that I've seen yesterday, uh, but I want to take it away from that part, and I'll explain. So shout to LeBron James. Uh, you know, LeBron James is in a bubble. He is busting ass for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. But uh, a video of his son came out smoking weed. Uh, I'll say allegedly because I don't know if it was weed. It could have, Who knows? But I'll just say allegedly to protect myself. Um, when his son was 15 years old, and he posted it on his Instagram. And I wanted to have that conversation because as a kid, you're influenced so much by the people around you, right? And as a parent, you try to take that influence away from your kids and try to tell your kids to make their own decisions. So it's very difficult. So I want to take it away from LeBron James and LeBron James' son, but I want to talk about marijuana. Um, to me, and Gia feels differently. Marijuana to me seems like, and this is going to sound crazy, it really seems like nothing to me. And the reason I say it seems like nothing is just almost so taboo. And this is going to sound crazy. And I know Gia's going to be like, well, if everybody jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? But I feel like it's, it's so common with 
everybody, not just kids, not just adults. At one time, it was only Jamaican smoking weed, right? That was the quote unquote thing, right? And I think they were probably just the only ones that made it public. Right, right, man. They were smoking weed. I think that, you know, a very large number of the population was probably smoking weed at the time that you're referring to right nah, now. But even when I was a kid, when I was 14, 15, 16, I wasn't thinking about smoking weed. And I just don't think it was popularized. Nah, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think so. It wasn't too many people. I think smoking like it is now. And for some reason. Well, now, because in many parts of the country, it's legal. Right. So. But I don't know if you remember, but back then, weed used to stink. Like doesn't, weed. It doesn't had stink a, now? Nah. Well, maybe. Maybe it doesn't stink anymore because I'm so used to it, but yeah, it had say. a nasty <laughs> smell. Like it was like you would smell that shit and be like, oh my gosh. But now when I smell it, I don't think nothing of it. So as a 15 year old, let me ask you a question. If your child smoked weed or wanted to smoke weed, what would you tell your child? Because Madison uh, has a bunch of friends that smoke weed, uh, take edibles, and it's so much around her. And the great thing about Madison and our kids is we have a great relationship. We can really talk to our kids and our kids ask our advice and they ask what they would do. But Madison is curious about it because so many of her friends use it. Mm-hmm. Um, I told her that when she gets a certain age, she can have her, her, her smoke, her first uh, smoking session with dad. And what was that age? 21. Okay. Um, but the reason being is I tell her, I was like, you know, when people sell weed, you don't know what's in the weed, right? Um, I've seen so many cases of people smoking weed. They don't know what they're smoking. It's laced with things, whether it's laced with K2, laced with cocaine, laced with uh, all types of different things that really fuck people up. Like sometimes when you see people in the street and they're acting wild and, and they look like they, they, they're going crazy and they look like they're having mental issues, a lot of that sometimes is because their weed was laced. Uh, I tell a story all the time before you, before we get to your your thing. I had a friend, and I'll, I'll say his name. Um, his name was Shadow. Damn, I maybe I should have said his name, but anyway, Why? he's good now. Um, so Shadow, as a you know, like four shadows. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You guys probably know four shadows. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, we know right. four shadows. You guys probably know a shadow or two. So, so Shadow, as we were growing up, um, I oh. Yeah. Shadow. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. So Shadow was a, a, a individual that, uh, growing up, he was very, very strong, right? Very skinny, but very, very strong. And growing up, Shadow didn't have a lot. So he's somebody that, you know, he would help around, help around the house, whatever you needed done, he would help because he needed the money. So when I used to DJ and I used to carry crates, Shadow would carry the crates. When we were moving, Shadow would help us move. There were so many different things Shadow would help us with. So we bought our first house um, and we lived in a town called West Milford and we were moving in and um, I used Shadow. Shadow helped me move these things and chat. Like Shadow be the type, like I'd be like, Shadow, help me get this, this ball, move this ball, well this ball's on the thing, but I'd be like, help me move this couch. And I'm like, you get one side. He's like, nah, don't even worry about it. Pick Just the whole couch and himself. Yeah, pick it up by himself. <laughs> pick it up by himself. Like, yeah, that's it. But he wasn't yeah, yeah. big. He wasn't diesel. He was skinny. He was, he was just, just strong. strong. Yeah. And Shadow was a smoker at a, at a young age. Not too much smoking, but this is exactly what happened. He bought some weed from somebody that he didn't know. The weed was laced. Wait, did he mm-hmm. tell you this story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The weed was uh, laced. He doesn't know what it was laced with, what was in it. But when he when he smoked it, it made him off. Like he was off. Like 
Like scary. Yeah, like scary. Like I was scared for my life. Right. And and remember, he was so strong that I couldn't fight him because he would throw me all over the place. Like, I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) So um, I, I I brought him to the house and he would just have episodes. Where he would just be, his eyes would look at you a little crazy and he would talk crazy. So I brought him to the house and he was fine. And I left him in the house. He was helping Gia move some things. And I had to go to Home Depot to get, I don't remember what I had to get, whether it was batteries, flashlights, whatever you go to Home Depot for when you're moving into a house. And you called me. Do you remember what you said? What? I'm not say what I said, but go ahead. But I think Gia called me and was like, yo, this nigga is acting crazy. <laughs> I said, come get this, bleep. I said, you got to get him. Come get him. He's talking to himself. I'm talking to the wall. He's talking to the wall. looking at me like he wants to eat me. Yeah. Like. And then he stopped working. He just stopped working and just sat there. He just sat there. Right. On the steps. So I jetted home. And now this time, Madison was born. It was just Madison born. So this was 17 years ago. 18 years. No, 18 18 years years ago. ago. We were like 22 don't put my age out there like that, but anyway. They could do the math. There's um, no secret. I'm 31. Um, you will never see 31 again. Yes, I am. I'll be 31 Okay, but go Anyway, but so I jetted back to the house, right? And when I get back to the house, Shadow's sitting there, and I'm like, yo, I got to take this dude home. Because at this time, there was no Uber. There was no... You couldn't get a taxi cab. There was none of that. Yeah, not not in that area. You right. couldn't get a tax. So either I would have to put him on a train, a bus, which would have probably There's took no train. 22 buses and trains to get home. There's no train. So I had to take him home. So I remember- He, he was sitting on the steps, rocking back and forth. Right. When you he was just sitting there like breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. Like he was mentally getting prepared to do something crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember. So I had to take him home. So what I, I did was I said, yo, I'm going to take you home. He was like, all right. And he was just rocking back and forth, rocking back and forth. So he gets in the car. So what I did was I had my gun. Remember? Oh, yeah. I remember. So I put my- You went and got it. Yeah. I put yeah. my gun on my lap facing him. And I put, <laughs> I don't know if it was a pillow is, or a t-shirt so true. or something over over yep. the gun. It was a t-shirt. Yeah. So the whole ride, I'm riding with the gun pointed at him and him rocking back and forth. And- um. Thank God nothing happened. He made it back to Queens. I let him out and, you know, I came back. But that was the effects of somebody smoking weed that was laced. He must have told you years later because yeah. nowhere near around that time you ever had an explanation for no, me. No, I mean, after a while, everybody started talking about it and figured it out. And, Maybe and everybody started talking about it. His whole, because he was off around his neighborhood. Oh, it wasn't just that day? No, it just wasn't that day. He was off for a while. He was on like a whole stint of bad weed? Yeah, no, well, I mean, it was in the system. So it wasn't like a whole stint. Like that affected him so much. Like he was but off sure for like years. But I'm sure even if... Wait a minute. Yes. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. like He even, must have been taking like the same no, bad weed. No, it wasn't the same bad weed. Is that bad, whatever that it was laced with, whether it was K2, whether whatever it was... Affects affected, you for years? It can affect you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm not a weed K2 cocaine yeah. aficionado. Yeah. And <laughs> like I, what? And I think even to, um, it ha- also happened to, um, and I'll say allegedly, Wendy Williamson, the same thing. He was off too. And he had some problems due to somebody smoking some, some lacing. I'll say allegedly, but he had similar problems. Where'd you hear that? I think she was talking about it. It was, it was on the news. Yeah. I remember her saying something. Mm-hmm. So I, I will say allegedly, so we don't, you know, we don't get sued, but- that nice. that happens, you know what I mean, and, and there's nothing you can do with it. Your, your kid, 
smoke some weed and his lace and his you fucked up. And he was fucked up for years. It's like Shadow was fucked up for years. So you're saying Wendy Williams' son was messed up for... So Wendy Williams' son was messed up as well because of the same thing. I believe. But someone doesn't... Okay, so just clarify this for me because I don't understand. Maybe some of you don't understand. You take cocaine. It goes through your system. It does whatever it's supposed to do. It gives you a high. And then you're back to normal until mm. you take it again. You can develop an addiction, obviously, but what I've never heard of a drug having a long-term effect aside from addiction and then the complications of addiction. When, when I've we, never heard something staying in your system for years. When you when we finish this podcast, I want you to Google people on K two. I don't I don't even know what K two is. I've heard the K, name thrown around. K two really fucks people up where like. They're outside, like, stuck, like, <laughs> I, I swear to God, I'm not laughing. Like, it, it's just like, walking and just freeze. Yeah, I swear, I swear to God. Okay. I remember uh, a couple of years ago, it was like a whole area in Brooklyn where I guess the weed sellers oh, was wait, selling remember, people drugs and it was laced with K2. I remember and the K2 hearing. Was, like, the whole block was all fucked up with people smoking. And they were trying to they were trying to catch the drug dealer because he was really fucking people up. Hearing so, yeah. something about that. Yeah, so But why would um someone lace weed with K2? Like what would be the I, I purpose don't know. behind that? I don't know if it's a stronger high. I, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not I remember that. It was on the news. Yeah. People all over Brooklyn were just acting crazy. Mm -hmm. I remember um thinking that it was like zombie land yeah, for that, like it, the yeah. time being. I'm sure maybe you guys Remember that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that was K2. Yeah, that was K2. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it can. So if you don't know what your weed is laced with or what's what's in it or where you get it, because you <laughs> think about it, do you, you buy it from a drug dealer. You don't know what his drug dealer is getting his weed from. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. I kind of remember also around that time, Dr. Oz talking about K2. Do you remember that? I don't. I think there was some type of, and I could be completely wrong. That's why I'm asking you. Um, I thought there was some type of, controversy about the effects of it. I think one doctor might've been saying something. There might, there might've been some type of um, misunderstanding about the details regarding K2, but you're not familiar with that. No, I'm not. Okay. So no, no, I, it does fuck up the system. So, you know, kids have to be careful. So that I would, you know, now it's almost like you have that sex conversation with your kids. Now you got to have the, the drugs conversation. I think that most parents had the drugs conversation with their kids. I know my parents had the drugs conversation with me and my brother. Because Madison was telling me about, you know, some of the kids she goes to college with and, and telling her that, you know, some of them smoke weed and this, that, and the other. And I was telling her, tell your friends, do not just buy weed and gummies and, and, and um, edibles from random people. I think I overheard that conversation. Was that the one where you told them... That they can go to the weed truck? Yeah. I did. Or the edibles truck? So in New York City, they have a, a weed truck, right? And it's, it's, it's several of them. You, you can't miss them. They're green trucks and it says weed all over them. And they sell edibles. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I guess you could sell edibles because it has a, a minor THC in it or whatever it may be. But I told Madison, get it from that truck because I know it's medicinal. So they can You get told her to get it or you no, told her to I told, tell, tell her, her friends, friends to get, to get it from it. medicinal. Yeah. Okay. But... Back to what I was saying, I, I just think parents need to have that conversation earlier. Um, I like places like Denver, and I like places like LA, and I like places like um, oh. Vegas, because you can actually go to the store and buy it. 
and it's sanctioned by the government. So you know what you're buying, you know where it came from, opposed to just buying it off the street. It's almost like kids are going to do it regardless. And I'd rather if they're going to no, do it. I don't think kids are going they to go, do it. They are. No, if I kids want to smoke weed, they go smoke weed. I don't think kids are going to do it regardless. I think some kids will do it regardless. Right. But if you want to do it. Like I wasn't going to do it. You are. So you can't just say kids will do it regardless. My parents told me that it wasn't for me and it's not something that I should be doing. And I listened to my parents. So there it's a are, different time though. I don't think it's, it's about, a different era. no, I don't think it's about because a time and an era. For instance, mm-hmm. um, I know that Madison had some curiosity mm-hmm. about it and I love that she could come and talk to us the way that I was able to go and talk to my parents and they educated me and, you know, we educated her. Um, but she called me the first week being away at school mm-hmm. and she was out with her girlfriends and she asked me if she could try a mimosa, orange juice and champagne. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is pretty awesome because as, you know, all wrapped up into my parents as I was, I probably wouldn't have called to ask if I could have a little itty bitty mimosa if I wanted one, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, you really just called me to ask me if you could have a mimosa. And she's like, yeah, like this is, you know, the understanding that we have, I would never want to breach our trust. So yeah, I'm asking you. And I was like, you could have a little sippy poo. Like that's not, you know, it's not going to kill you. <laughs> she was like, I was like, you, so you could taste it. You could taste it, you know, second, it's, it's fine. And she was like, okay. You know, so I don't think it's a matter of kids are going to do it regardless. I think some kids, I think it depends on your relationship with your parents, you know, if I had yeah. a different set of parents, maybe I would have been doing things and not telling them as well. You know, that is normal. I'm not saying it's not normal, but I think it depends on how you're raised and you know what your parents are like. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like you have to have those conversations to make sure you protect your kids and make sure that if they do it, that if they do it, I'd rather them come to me and try to do it or rather do it the right way because you don't want your kids getting caught up because, you know, influence is a crazy thing. And there's a lot of kids influenced by different things. Um, and that's one of my fears that that maybe they say, okay, I want to try it. They try an edible and it's like the edible I gave you that time. You know? That was one of the worst experiences of my life. That was like a K2 edible. If you, if you, if you didn't hear the podcast, I don't remember what it was called, but go back and listen to that podcast. Cause we talked about it mm-hmm. and it was terrible. Long story short, I was not in control of my thoughts, feelings, and emotions. I was a wreck. I was hysterically laughing one minute, bawling the next minute, paranoid. I thought the floor guy was out to get me. I thought that the people that were in the back and stolen speakers were out to get me. I thought you were out to get me. I remember, and this is some crazy stuff, and this is what I'm talking about, like emotions. I hated you while I was upstairs in that bedroom, sitting on the bed. Like I might've been thinking about different ways to kill you because of what you did to me by giving me that little piece of chocolate. So if you imagine- A chocolate bar, Hershey's. A Hershey's chocolate bar, one square of that lit, like a little two, half an inch by half an inch square of chocolate annihilated me. And it took maybe two hours to set in. And I was thinking, oh, like this little stupid piece of chocolate didn't do anything. Two hours later, 
I was, I was off of some type of crazy, I can't even tell you how my brain was functioning. And I knew I was acting crazy. And that's, that's the most like mind boggling thing. I knew that I was acting crazy and there was nothing I could do about it. Like I couldn't do anything about it. I'm like, I am paranoid. Like that's the floor guy. Like, you know him, you, he, installed your floors like you know him he's not gonna get you like it was but but that's that's part of it like we were saying it was something in that that wasn't regular marijuana it wasn't thc yes and And you gave it to me so i hated you for good reason for those eight hours i sure did but and and it lasted it actually lasted into the next day and a little bit of the following day so yeah yeah so that was my bad i didn't know what was in it but somebody gave it to me and it was a lot. And I hated you because you were laughing at me. Because it was funny. It was pretty funny. You were laughing at me. But- if, You left me in the room by myself. I know, because you had everybody here to working on the house. all of my devices. I felt, I felt mentally insane. That's actually the way- I felt insane. Right. But thank God there was nothing in it that had lasting effects or that was addictive. Thank God. But, you know, it's one of those things you, you have to be careful. And me, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I take edibles when I take flights usually. Um, and it's usually cause it puts me right out. Um, most, so it doesn't make you high a little bit, but it also puts me to, puts me to sleep and it, it allows me to sleep without hearing people without <clears throat> the plane moving. I, I'll knock out for four hours, five hours on a flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I love, uh, Detroit because Detroit has a place called house of Mary Jane, which usually gives me my edibles <clears throat> and they're sanctioned by Michigan law. So they usually give me my stuff and, it's easy. It's, it's, it puts me, it makes me mellow. And that's what it is. But back to the kids, you know, is this conversations we need to have when we have that sex talk, because we don't want our kids. Sex to, talk. Yeah. The same age we have the sex talk is the same age we need to have the marijuana talk and the, and the drugs talk. Mm-hmm. You remember the big campaign when we were little, like say no to drugs. And that was being pushed down your throat. But now like, it's not because now they're trying to legalize like drugs. Like third grade. So they're not, now they're trying to legalize drugs. So it's, it's, it's totally different. Drugs? It's a totally feeling. Or marijuana, I should okay. say. Mm-hmm. Marijuana. And mm-hmm. every artist is smoking. Back then, your favorite artist wasn't smoking. Like, I've never seen Jay-Z smoke weed. I've never seen Big Daddy Kane or Run DMC smoke weed. I've, you've never seen it. Now... Every artist is smoking. Young, old, it doesn't matter. Everybody's smoking. So kids, you know, who are heavily influenced do the same, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things. Do you think that um, it's okay, like, for a young person, you know, 18, 16, 17, 18 to smoke weed? Um, 16, 17, I still think you'll be young. Uh, I still a think bit? Huh? You said a bit? I said I still think you're young. I thought you said a bit young. Mm-mm, I still think you're young. I think that you have to <laughs> allow your brain to grow and allow your uh, your body to grow before knowing the effects of weed on the body. Uh, people always say that, you know, you have to allow your brain to grow before you- Like develop. Develop, yeah, that's what I mean, to develop. Um, so I would say allow that to happen first. Um, but there are, you know, weed, marijuana is good for certain things. It's good if you have- certain problems. It's good if you have certain aches. It's good if you have certain pains. And if that is the case, then yeah. But I still, you have to look. The 17 year old with the aches and pains. No, I mean, there are some 17 year olds, 18 year olds that have lupus and they said it helps with their eyes. I'm talking some about, 17, 18 I'm that talking play football that say they have general. pain. So they use the weed to, to give it their pain. So for some people it is good, but 
If it's not that, I would say, you know, wait till you develop and wait till you get to that certain age where your body is fine. Okay. <clears throat> Tell me what you think about this. Okay. Um, because aside from the medicinal purposes of weed, I'm thinking if you're doing it for like recreation, what do you think about the idea of taking smoke into your system and into your lungs and damaging your lungs as a result? I mean, that's one of the things that you have to think about when you when you're dealing with marijuana and smoking. Um, but this is this is. I how, think that that's not good. Like for recreational purposes, I mean, the vast majority of people so, that we know smoke weed. But, but you, so I'm not I'm not saying it, you know, um, in that fashion. I'm saying just from a health perspective, if it's not uh, correcting one form of a problem for you. It's creating a problem if you're just doing it for recreation because it's smoke. It cannot be good for your lungs. But you see this, and now, now this is when we have that conversation and you say you, you can't pick one thing and not pick something else. And, and what I mean by that is, yes, when you smoke, it affects your, your lungs. But then people say, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't smoke because I affect, it affects your, young, your lungs. But then you eat fast food and the manufactured food can give you cancer. You know, then you do other things that still affect you in different ways that still harm your body, but they, they're all doing harmful things. Like if you so want to just throw another thing on no, the I'm pile. Saying, no, but I'm saying if you're going to live right or you're going to pick one thing, then don't do any of that. Like, you know what I mean? Somebody, somebody say, nah, don't smoke weed. It messes up your lungs. But then you eat fast food all day and your cholesterol's through the roof and you're eating manufactured food and it causes you, it causes you cancer. Or somebody be like, oh, yeah, I do this. And then you eat fried chicken all day and you're 100 pounds overweight, but you don't smoke weed. You know what I mean? There's so many different things that affect your body in negative ways. So I hate when people be like, well, weed messes up your lungs. Well, that fucking piece of chicken that you ate fucks, fucks you up and gonna make you die because you're overweight. You can barely breathe. Like there's so um, many different things. Oh, well, now you have uh, diabetes because you don't eat right. But you are smoking weed. It's like, it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything. So if you're going to live right, then live all the way right. Just don't say, well, I don't smoke because it messes up my lungs, but you're fat as fuck and you're going to die because you have diabetes and you're not working out. That was a lot. Hmm? <laughs> um, okay. Um, I am not a healthcare professional, but I don't think that I would put weed and a chicken wing on the same, if you, if you, if you, on, on the same but if you if you're overweight, Level. if you're overweight, it is is, is you doing the same effects on your body? I would think. Um, if you're overweight and you have lung issues, then I think that that's you know probably. Like like the other day we were having a conversation on the radio, right? And we were talking to a lot of the um, minority men, right, that were over the age of thirty five, right? And we were talking about going to the doctor, and a lot of men was like, "Yo, I I just I haven't been to the doctor for a physical." Mm-hmm. You know, I have never had a, a whatchamacallit test, a prostate exam. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of men felt that way. And I'm like, you talk about all this shit now, but you don't even know if anything's wrong with you. Like They're talking about all of what? Everything. Well, I got to be healthy. You can't do this. You can't do that. But they don't even know. Like my whole thing is we have health insurance, right? Yes. Why the fuck am I not going to use it? If I have a fucking ache in my elbow, I'm going to the doctor to see if I got cancer in the elbow. Oh, I know. Right? Because you are... 100% of a now, hypochondriac. Now, we were talking on the air, right? This, this is going to be funny. I don't even know how I got here, but <laughs> I went to uh, the doctor uh, two years ago, right? And me, I'm somebody that gets paranoid. I'll see signs and I think I have it, right? Not wrong. 
Absolutely right. So I no, but like not. He's like he's not kidding. Like he's not joking. Like he will be nervous, calling me three times in a day. Did you make my doctor's appointment? Did you make my doctor's appointment? But they would laugh. Make my doctor's appointment. They were laughing at me on the radio for this, right? So I don't know what it was, and I seen prostate cancer. Somebody kept telling me about prostate cancers. I, maybe somebody I know died from prostate cancer. So I went to the doctor and I was like, yo, uh, I, I want to, um, I remember what it was. I remember this exam. So I, went, I was like, I want to, I got it twice. Yeah. I, had two. A, I do it every year. Every year has to be done that. Mm-hmm. But, um, he was like, yo, I was like, I want to, I, I need a prostate exam. Doctor was like, you're not the age for that. And I'm like, I don't care. I want a prostate exam. So <laughs> your fingers in there, doc. <laughs> As I was saying, I take this serious, right? The reason I take this serious is because I'm the breadwinner of the family, right? And if something happens to me- I don't I w- win any bread? You do. Then you're not the breadwinner. Yes, I am. You're one of the breadwinners. I'm one of the breadwinners of the family, right? If something happens to me, I want to see all my kids. I want to see my kids Listen, you don't- Look, hey, hey, and hey. All of that. You, you, and, you don't need any excuses why you like a little, <laughs> a little twirly, twirl, twirl. It wasn't a twirly, twirl, twirl. <laughs> You need to explain it. I'm the breadwinner in my family. I need to live to see my kids and my grandkids. As I was saying, until until I was really So I have to go to the prostate doctor. So I want to make sure that I'm right because with prostate cancer, and she's joking, and that's the reason why people don't talk about it and want to go get it because of her I'm the problem. So, but like. What you don't understand with prostate cancer is if you find it early, it can you can be. But if it's but it not can feel good in the process. If you don't yes. if you don't find it early, you know, you can really die from it. And it's hard. Like <laughs> like Chadwick Bozeman. He died from prostate cancer. Was it prostate cancer? Yes, it was. Now, if, if this is so you now, actually have to go and bring up someone, so now I can kill my fun. Good. I'm glad I did. <laughs> I was having fun in terms of that. But like I said, those are some of the things that you can find out early. So I remember he was like, well, See you, how you just shut that down, Ben. That's how you got to shut that down. I can't even. I'm done. Right. But now I go and I make sure just in case, because I want to know, I don't give a fuck what age it is. They'd be like, well, this has to be tested at 65. Test me now. Motherfucker test. I don't get what, at what blood clots test me now. I want to know everything because I just want to be safe. <laughs> you know, I got a lot of people that depend on me and I want to make sure that everything is right. Now, I can walk out the door, get hit by a car, or a bear could grab my ass and throw me. But at least I know I won't have prostate cancer and I won't have blood clots. I don't know how we got there, but we they, ended um, up there. So I was there with him, obviously. And um, no, but everything that he's saying is absolutely right. Uh, people should get checked, and especially something like that, because mm-hmm. you, there's a stigma, <laughs> there's a stigma around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like I'm making fun of it right now, <laughs> but I because of people I, like you, that's why that's why people don't. But want to get no, but seriously, um, they can find out a lot yeah. through that exam. Um, and I was there with you, and they asked if you wanted me to leave the room or not, mm-hmm. and then tell them what you. I say, what did I say? I don't know. Well, what happened? I don't remember. I don't. I think no. I, I don't think you left the room. No, I didn't leave the room. No, you didn't leave the room. But I did felt, I, I definitely felt violated. Got to watch your eyes roll back and everything. My eyes didn't roll back. <laughs> but I did feel violated, right? Now, I, I, I felt like, then after this, we're going to change the subject and go to something else. <laughs> I really felt like, I felt like he was, 
<laughs> how do I put this? How did he put it? Shut up. <laughs> I just felt like, I don't know. It wasn't, I don't know. It was just mad rough. <laughs> it wasn't like. I, you hear that's how you like it. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I felt like, this is going to sound crazy. Never mind. What? Never mind. Go ahead, say it. I felt like at least be nice to me, like like make me feel good first. That just like, bend over. <sighs> I feel like damn, like. I mean, I, I kind of give me a I, compliment first. Like <laughs> you look nice today. You know, <laughs> let me stick this finger in your ass, not just bend over. Finger in your ass, like. Mm, anyway. Yeah. No, I looked away at that point. Yeah. I looked away, so I didn't know it was like a ha. Is that how you described a ha? I don't want to talk about it. Oh. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> And this episode of the Casey Crew Podcast is brought to you by Seedlet, the original distilled non-alcoholic spirits. Crafted from the finest globally sourced botanical ingredients, Seedlip comes in three varieties. Spice 94, Herbal Garden 108, and Citrus Forward Grove 42, all without alcohol, calories, or sugar. Definitely try it out. Delivered direct to your door via SeedlipDrinks.com. That's S-E-E-D-L-I-P, drinks.com. Having a sophisticated non-alcoholic option to enjoy a night of the week has never been easier with Seedlit. So check it out. Again, brought to you by Seedlit. All right, let's, let's, let's get to the email of the week. In this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by Positivity Water. Good afternoon, Casey Crew. I hope you're doing well and staying healthy. I'm a stay-at-home mom. And work from my home 40 hours per week. I have three children and two stepchildren. They're doing distance learning and I'm extremely overwhelmed and afraid. I'll fail them since I can't dedicate 100% of my time teaching them or helping them with some schoolwork. My husband also works full time. We are extremely blessed to still have jobs during the pandemic. I start working early in the morning, helping my kids throughout the day with Zoom meetings, homework, take care of meals and cleaning. And even in the evening, I study for my certification, certification, certification exam. Sorry. Yeah, I have a problem with the kids with school too, as you can see. <laughs> I really started to resent my husband for not helping me out with the kids' homework, much less taking care of meals or cleaning. He still expects me to have the desired energy to take care of his needs, but I'm not having that. I know it's wrong to withhold sex because I'm angry with him, but I've already voiced my frustration and he's not doing anything to help me out. He believes in a traditional marriage, but he doesn't understand that I'm not a traditional woman. I work just as many hours as him, pay the bills just like him, plus I do the cooking and cleaning. He gets home from work and usually watches TV and waits for dinner to be ready. When I'm done with work, I start doing laundry, making dinner, or help the kids with homework. Mm-mm-mm. What a loser. Okay. What can I do to make him... Oh. What can I do or say to make it click in his brain that I'm struggling with the day-to-day task? And my work will eventually suffer too. We've been together for 11 years, married for eight. He's always had the mentality of a traditional marriage, but always says some BS about how traditional marriages have changed with time. And the woman works and pays bills too. That's not traditional. My response to him is that a traditional marriage means the husband works and pays the bill while the woman stays home with the children and take care of the home and cooking. I'm sick of the arguing and the lack of support that I need. I'd like to remain anonymous, please. I just want to say one thing. What? And then I want you to go. What? That it's funny that that's how she ended the email with the same thought that I was having at the beginning of the email. She said that he wants a traditional marriage. Mm-hmm. But if he's 
articulating that. That means that he knows what a traditional marriage what is. What is a traditional marriage? When the husband goes out and works and brings home the bacon and the wife stays home and cooks it. I want a traditional marriage. What? Stop playing. I'm serious. You don't want. Yes, I do. A traditional. I freaking do. What are you talking about? I want a traditional marriage. I want what they have. No. What they have is the both of them working 40 hours a week and him wanting to reap the benefits of a traditional marriage that he does not have because he doesn't have a stay-at-home wife. He has a wife that works just like him, but he wants to come home to a hot meal, a clean house, and clean laundry. Kids bathed, fed, and put to bed. Yeah, I want a traditional marriage. Which I don't, sounds I don't, like a psych out. I don't, I, don't, I don't like this. What are you talking about? The life that we live now, I don't like. What are you talking about? Like, all right, so, you- so you know we don't have a nanny, right? Our nanny left, right? Peace to Irma. Gia and I have become Irma. <laughs> and I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy it, but I don't enjoy you it. You don't enjoy let, it? Let me tell you why I don't enjoy it, right? So you know we're I moving and we're doing everything, right? So we take turns and we do things. Gia gets up the same time I get up, maybe even a little bit before so I do. So now he can't tell y'all, I get up at five o'clock in the morning because now I get up at 4.45. Right. So Gia gets up at 4.45. She starts getting the kids ready, right? Well, we so, start their breakfast and their clothes. So I, so she does the clothes and the babies. I do the breakfast. I make sure I cook breakfast every morning, make sure they have a warm breakfast every morning. I set up their snacks. I get their snacks together, I pack their book bags, I warm up the car, I put them in the car. Gia gets them dressed, she does the hair, she has them smelling good, she does all that, Gia drives them to school, right? Then from there, I do the breakfast club, Gia drives them to school, and then Gia drives them, the Gia comes back. By the time they come back, either Gia picks them up or I pick them up. Then it's Which mother- is usually Gia picking them up. Uh, like today I pick them up. Yeah, and it's been well, like three yeah. weeks to school. Yeah, I picked them up a couple times. Twice. All right, all right. <laughs> a nigga be working. <laughs> don't I said I don't falsify. All right. But then it's virtual learning time. Holy shit! Times two. Times three. Times ten. Virtual learning is a bitch. <laughs> The shit is, we should throw away the whole fucking 2020. The kids shouldn't go to school 2020 until it's full time. Like, no disrespect, right? And I know you say, okay, yeah, you should help your kids with, with virtual learning. And I agree. <clears throat> but when you got three motherfuckers, excuse my friends, when you got three kids and you got to go from one laptop to the other laptop to the other laptop. You're running around like a chicken without a head. Right. And this one is doing this one. So you're trying to help him do his, his uh, multiplication. And then this one is doing writing. So then you're trying to help this one with writing. Then this one is doing colors. So you're trying to get her to color in the box. And this one is yelling, I want a snack, daddy. I want something to drink. Can I have a cookie? So you're running around trying to get a cookie. <laughs> but then you're trying laughing. to help this, trying <laughs> to help this one. She was here for the, can I have a cookie So today? they're trying to go back and forth, right? And the shit is fucking crazy. Like today, in the middle of, of Jackson's uh, virtual learning, the laptop died. I was like, oh, well, your virtual learning's over. Try again tomorrow. <laughs> but that's because you were slacking on your job because you're in charge. It wasn't a laptop, it's an iPad, of charging the iPad. It's just too much going on. But then we got to clean the kitchen. So we got to clean the kitchen because there's no nanny. So we got to clean the kitchen. Then we got to do laundry. Then we got to make sure everything is done. Like the shit is a lot. Like it is a lot. Washing their asses and and daddy, what? I'm on the toilet. Come wipe me. And then, <laughs> like, like, I'm done. I'm, like, 
is, is, is freaking insane. Uh, but I think what... Oh, I got to get back to your traditional marriage. We're, we're going to. We're right. going to. But I think that what's very difficult for you is the fact that Brooklyn thinks that she's your shadow. I think that, that if I'm out doing other things, because I think that's really what you're saying. It's not just... Um, that we're doing Irma's job because all of you guys are doing Irma's job. We're all doing, you know, the cooking, the cleaning, the laundry, and you know, whatnot. That's normal. Um, then Logan has football, or we got to take him to football practice. We're doing so- that on top of our normal obligations, and our days, just like yours, I'm sure, are padded act just with so many things. So it's all the housework and the kids on top of all that. So we're just juggling and whatnot. So I think it's just a matter of getting into a routine. But for me, the routine has to start at 4.45 to get everything done efficiently. So I'm out doing other things. And I, three times a day, I'll get a phone call. Well, not even FaceTime. a phone call, a FaceTime from Rashawn where he's sitting on the couch and then he just changed the direction of the camera to Brooklyn sitting right next to him. I mean, he can't even go to the bathroom. No, you don't understand. The other day I had to do a number two in the bathroom, right? So I tell Brooklyn, I need my <laughs> privacy, right? Because I got that's the only I thing that works. I need my privacy. She goes, okay, I'll sit in your room while you go to the bathroom. I said, okay. I go to the bathroom. I open the door a little bit. She's sitting right there waiting. I'm like, why? She's like, I just want to make sure you don't leave. She follows me. When I say everywhere, everywhere. If I sit on the couch, she sits on the couch. If I clean the kitchen, she she will walk behind me. Like like a shadow. Like the whole like day. Like a true shadow. Like it's it's kind of laughable. Like it's really funny. It's not funny. She does it to me, <clears throat> but I have more control of Brooklyn than Rashawn has. So we just had to put them to bed. So <laughs> Rashawn's like, I'll put them to bed. He puts London and Jackson to bed. Easy. I look over the banister and I see Brooklyn sitting next to him on the iPad. I'm like, why wouldn't you put her to bed? He's like, because she sleeps with us and she doesn't want to go to bed. Since we're going out, I don't know what to do. I'm like, tell her to go to bed. And he said, like, I don't know how to do that. No, I said, you tell her. She won't listen. I said, you tell her. I was like, Brookie, come upstairs. And she's like, I want to sleep with you. I'm like, you're not sleeping with us tonight. So come, let's go, get in your bed. And I put her to sleep. And it's just strange to me that it's something that you cannot do. That's my baby girl. And it's another thing. I haven't seen Gia's titties in at least two weeks. <laughs> it's probably been this. Okay. Usually, this is, this is this, TMI. And it's the thing, you know, Gia and I cuddle every night. I lay with her. I cuddle in her. She cuddles on me. She rubs my back. We watch television. We are connected at night. That's the best thing about this pandemic. I'm not doing any shows. We can relax. We can sleep. We can chill. We can look at Ray Dunn shit. We can look at cars. All that stuff, right? But they probably don't know what that is. Go ahead. I'll tell you about Ray Dunn some other time. <laughs> but um, every night, Brooklyn sleeps in between us. In between us. Even if she's in an, in her own room at about 11, 12, here she comes looking like Lionel with her little blankie. Uh, yes. With her little blankie. And she, and like she, Lionel. Yep, yep. And she gets in between us every freaking night. And in the middle of the night, both of us are too tired. To take her back to her room. To take her back to her room. But 
In full disclosure, this is probably the longest that we've gone without being intimate. Like yep. ever. Like ever. Yep. And <clears throat> unless we decide to tie Brookie and strap her down to her bed, the shit I is crazy. No, it's not even just Brookie. Like we're both exhausted. And that's another thing. We're both tired. We're we both are, up at four o'clock in the morning or four forty-five and five o'clock. And then we don't go to sleep until nine, ten o'clock at night. Like we are both beat. I'm not a nine, ten o'clock sleeper. Nope. Like I'm usually up till two in the morning. Two, three o'clock in the morning every night. I am out by ten o'clock. No, nine o'clock. Last night Gia was out. No, he, last night. Yeah, last night I was out at nine. And then Gia always say some stupid shit like Wake me up in 10 minutes so I can wash my face. I'm like, yeah, I... <laughs> my skincare has been suffering. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, but, but it's crazy. So I just want to say I salute all you nannies yeah. and babysitters out there mm-hmm. and all you teachers in school. We got we got to open and up And all time. of you like, mothers that you are mom. doing everything that we're talking about right now and fathers and fathers. It's, it's a lot. So as you're reading that... Um, I can relate on an even deeper level. And I can like, relate to the fact that the dad don't want to do shit. <laughs> that he just want to go watch. I haven't even watched TV. Because. I haven't even watched the football games. I haven't watched really any of the playoffs. I haven't watched nothing. Because. Like this, like it's, the Emmys, I didn't even know the Emmys were on. Like, I don't know what's going on in this world. It's mm-hmm. funny. I'm talking to my coworkers and they're like, yeah, last night this was on. I'm like, how did you see it? I don't see shit. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I think that um, it's a matter of it becoming routine because right now our bodies just have to get adjusted Mm -hmm. to, it's a change. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, I have to get used to getting up at 445 Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing everything that I'm doing and squeezing it all into a day because, you know, like even cleaning the house, like we don't, I don't just you know, sweep or wipe or like, like when I clean, I clean. So to spend the time and dedicate the time that I want to clean the house the way that I want it clean. And, you know, to have the kids looking the way that I want them to look and, you know, to feed them the foods that I want them to eat. That's all just very time consuming. So it's a matter of it becoming normal here. And then it also becoming normal physically, you know, where, you get used to it. And I think that once we get used to it, it'll be fine. Because truth be told, I really don't want to hire somebody else. Like, I don't you want... You me. Ben's and Rashawn have been on my butt since... Ben's both- has been a lifesaver. Salute to Ben's. Yes. She has been a fucking lifesaver. Like, if Ben's is in the area at about 1230, I'd be like, help. <laughs> he sends an SOS. No, yeah, I help. Because <laughs> it's, it's like... Don't like, let me leave the house. He'll be like... Benz, you just left. I need you. Yeah. Virtual school is about to start. I need you. God, goddamn right. Because it's 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 crazy because it's like, you know, virtual school, if you have one kid, okay. But when you got three and you're here and you're by yourself and Gia's doing something and I'm trying to explain this one how to do this multiplication, this one how to write, and this one how to color, and they're all going back and forth. And kids are disrespectful. They don't give a fuck that they are in class, right? Like Jackson today was like, I want a cookie. And I'm like, bro, you're in class. And he said, I want a cookie. Dad, can you make me a hot dog? And then this, <laughs> and then this one over here is like, 
I don't like bread. I don't want bread. I'm like, nobody asked you if you like fucking bread. You go <laughs> eat this motherfucking hot dog. And then this one is like, daddy, my iPad's not working. I can't get in line. And, and you're like, you don't know what to do. My head's going crazy. You're going back and forth. And by the time this one, he's looking for a packet. And then I got to get his packet. And she didn't change the packet from, from math to reading. And she's reading the story. And then she's asking a question. And he's raising his hand. But you don't know if he knows the right answer. So you're asking him, what's the answer? What's the answer? Because you don't want to look stupid. So you're making sure he knows the right answer. Then he finally gets the right answer. And then you got to run over here and then she's coloring and she's way out the box and the teacher's like show me but you really don't want to show because it's out the box and it makes you look bad she was fucked up today their homework is all <laughs> fucked up it's all over the place i don't know about him but to be honest i'm loving it oh you shitting me i mean only thing that i'm not loving is the lack of intimacy <laughs> but like i said i think when we hit a routine and hit a stride I think that that will resume its normalcy. I will see to it. But aside from that, like I've been telling you and Ben's like, I, I, I don't know. I love it. I, I love doing everything. I love it too. I really home. do. I, I like, I'm tired of every time need, I put Brooklyn in the shower, help. every time I put Brooklyn in the shower, she got to go to the bathroom. Every time I put her in the bathroom, she goes, I got to pee. Why didn't you pee a second ago in the toilet? She got to pee. So then what do you do? I take her ass out and then You're a liar. You don't tell her to pee right now. No, because the other kids gotta go in there. But if it was just her, oh, okay. I would definitely I would definitely tell her to pee. Or there's a dog in the shower. They'd be like, can we wash the dog? No, I'm not washing that. That dog is fake. You, they never asked you to wash the dog? I'm like, what dog? What, what no, lie either. are you telling them? I'm dog. like, we don't have a dog in the house. Okay. There's like a little plastic dog on the side of the on, on the side of the shower that mm -hmm. they asked to clean. They don't ask you how to clean it? No. Oh. They only they only do that bleep ish with you. Like they don't play with me and ask me to do nonsense. But I don't know. Like I I love it. I love it. I love spending the time with them and physically taking care of all their needs. I love doing their hair and bathing them and feeding them and spending time. And I love when Brooklyn is my shadow because when he's not here, she's my shadow. Brooklyn brushed her teeth eight times the other day. Yeah, I know. She turned on the water with a water. I didn't even tell you. the water, She turned on the water. Now, I'm handling one kid. I don't know where Gia was. Oh, you was doing uh, London's hair. You were taking London to the hairdresser, right? Okay, yeah. So I got Jackson and Brooklyn. Brooklyn brushed her teeth eight times, but she turned on the water, right? And then the water's just, I mean, I'm hearing noise, and the water's just overflowing from the sink. Because <laughs> she just started throwing. So then I, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I run over there, I turn the water off, right? Uh -huh. Then Jackson is in the, in the shower. He takes off his shower cap, right? I don't know how to wash hair because I don't know how to do his hair. Why did he have on a shower cap, honey? Because I don't know. Why did Jackson have on a shower cap? What? 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 Why would you have you ever worn a shower cap? No. Nope. Then why would you wear a shower cap? Because I don't know what to do. I, I didn't know what to do with his hair. <laughs> Yo, you are wildin' right now. And man, and this is why traditional stuff works, right? Your, your husband probably doesn't know what shit to do. He doesn't know what to do. So for him it's difficult. So he is telling you, babe, you take care of it. You are the genius of this household. You are the smart one. You're smart. <laughs> and I want you to handle all of this. I'll bring home the bacon. Let me watch my little TV. I'll watch them a little bit. But when it comes to all that other stuff, you handle it because you're smart. You're a genius. You see that? Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on half the time. I just sit there and I try to do it. Like today, um, did I show you the kielbasa I cooked? Yeah, you sent me a picture of the kielbasa. Why? How pitiful did it look? It was pretty sad. But that's my thing. You put me on the grill. I, every day. And this is going to sound so fucked up. Every day for lunch, 
hot dogs and hamburgers. When it gets cold, I don't and know. And I loathe hot dogs. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I hate them. I don't know what I'm gonna do when it gets cold because I I put the mother. I don't want him feeding my children hot dogs. In, in the morning, bacon and waffles. I'm not mad at bacon and waffles. Uh, at dinner, it's either a cheeseburger, kielbasa. Uh, so they're getting a cheeseburger for lunch and dinner. Yeah. This is only when he cooks, and I don't let him cook. That often. Well, back to what I was saying. Yes, you're absolutely right. This is a team effort, and he should. Right now, he probably doesn't respect the fact that you're taking care and doing all this thing. So, what I would advise you to do is take one day, one day, and leave. Say you got to go somewhere, and you need him to hold down the fort. You know, it could be anything. Maybe you don't even have to go anywhere. Go get a massage. Get something to help you. It's COVID. And let. Oh yeah, you're right. But just do anything. Take a drive. Go to the mall. Do something for yourself. Let him have to take care of those kids and he will respect you and make sure that he helps you because he will understand how crazy it is. Like watching kids, watching your kids, not a problem. But during this time, during school, it's extra stress because it's nothing easy. And that's the sad thing about virtual classes. Virtual classes doesn't mean you put your kid in a seat and just leave. No, 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 no. You are the teacher as well. And like I'm in first grade right now I'm and first I don't want to be there. I'm in second grade and I'm in pre-K and that's the thing. Like you don't realize that. So you have to do all that and you got five kids and you didn't leave the ages of your kids. But if you got five kids in, in a similar grades, that shit is a lot because you got to go all of them. So like I said, let him hold down the fort one time. I guarantee you he'll be calling you every 15 <laughs> minutes. He'll be begging for your help and he'll understand. So that's what I advise you do. Just leave for a second. Let him let him try to figure it out on his own. But what do you think that that will lead to? Okay, so and he understands that it's tough. And he will, he will respect how tough it is and say, and you know what, I have to help it. more. Uh, like, after me doing virtual school and seeing it for the first time, I wanted to help you more. That's why I, I wake up in the morning and I cook breakfast and make him a, a warm lunch because I'm like, that is, it's, it's too much for you. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's really too much. That's the reason why I pack their lunch and I go grocery shopping to make sure they have their food. Cause you 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 felt sorry for my first week doing it all by myself. Absolutely. Like it's a lot like going to pick up the kids and, 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 and having multiple kids is difficult because you gotta like today I had to be at one door at 1240, at 1214, the next door at 1215, the next door at 1260. So you're running back and forth and the kids are like, that's my friend, Joe. That's my best friend. <laughs> Can I play with Joe? You better leave little Joe ass alone. Date. No, like today Jackson was like, hey, can I play with Joe? No, we got to go get this one. <laughs> He's looking like, yeah. okay, okay. Like, no, like, can I? No. And so what I, what I do is I put Brooklyn on my shoulder so she can't run. So I know where she's at. Right. Because right? she tries to take off. Right. And, so yeah, yeah, once yeah. she's on my she shoulders. She sees her friends. She's on my shoulders. I know where she's at. Right. Then I hold Jackson's hand mm-hmm. and Brooklyn and, and London's good. That way I have more. And then it is what it is. But that's what I was saying. You do that with him. Let him understand how difficult it is. And I guarantee he'll do one or two things. Either he'll divorce you and leave and run away and never come back. Or he'll be like, damn, my wife is going through all this. I need to help her more. And he will definitely help you. And you said you have stepkids, so I'm assuming they're his kids. So he'll want to help you more because he'll understand how difficult and how hard it is. Because I understand. I mean, I thought I did a tough job waking up and and talking shit all day. But when I realized all the other shit we got to do. This shit's a lot, and I want to help as I want to help as much as possible. Like right now, I'm thinking, you know, the next day, damn, we don't have strawberries. My kids love strawberries in the morning. Damn, I gotta figure out something else to make. 
But that's the type of thing that you need to think about. So I would say try that. Hmm. I don't know. I am going to lead with negative just because it's mm-hmm. kind of like my interpretation of the email. It seems like, um, like I said before, like a psych out him saying that he wants a traditional marriage. He knows damn well that it's not traditional. If mm-hmm. she's working, you're saying, okay, he brings home the bacon. She's bringing home the chicken. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how someone in that situation doesn't understand that in the home, everything is there for 50, 50, like, okay, you cook all clean or all cook and you clean all wash and dry, you fold, or I sort and you load the dryer. Like everything at that point has to be a team effort or else as a husband, you're breeding a wife that is tired, Mm -hmm. burnt out, and worst of all, resentful. And then how does that affect the way that she treats you? And she mentioned something um, to the effect of she doesn't want to hold out on him. Like she doesn't want to spite him Mm -hmm. by withholding sex. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Um, what do you think about that? Let's say that, let's just say that she doesn't get around to taking your advice. Mm -hmm. Let's say that she can't create a situation where she leaves him home with the kids for a full day because we don't know what their schedules are. We don't even know if that's a possibility, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think that she could do to get him to do what he's supposed to do? Like I said, or to leave. get him to understand. Like I said, no, no. Not, let's say she can't leave. Let's say she can't just leave. I mean, I think that's the only thing. Day. I think people have to. I think you have to experience and understand what is going on. You can have that conversation, but nobody can. That, that conversation, conversation can't teach you. You have to experience it for yourself and be like, "Wow, I understand now." Because what's going to happen is that WAP is going to be tapped. <laughs> Tired. Tired ass pussy. Stop, Rashawn. It ain't going to be no wet ass pussy. It's going to be tired ass pussy. And and, and he has to understand if he wants what, he's going to have to help around his house. Apologizing for that. Um, So do you think that she should spite him? Yes. So you think that she should just say, all right, well. Until he understands. Absolutely. You got to understand what but, But, okay. But not put it in the form of spite. Right. Right. Like when he wants something, nigga, I'm tired. Oh, I just had the kids all day long. Oh, this WAP is tapped and I'm going to sleep. Good night. (laughs) Okay. I wouldn't recommend being so harsh and aggressive, even though she might feel harsh and aggressive about it, about the whole situation. But you get more bees with honey than vinegar. And apparently he's had this mentality for a long time. I'm assuming she's probably had some conversations with him. So if she's going to go the spiteful route, you don't want to label it as spite. I would probably say like, I, I can't, like I am literally too tired. Yeah. I, um, I mean, yeah. And that's going to happen. I, I'm too tired. Like I can't, like I can't. I physically can't or go to bed before he gets in the bed and always make that situation uncomfortable for him. But as nicely as you possibly can, if she loves him and if, you know, she actually wants to accomplish, accomplish something. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. 
I mean, yeah. And, and Don't you think like if it were us, right? And let's say you hadn't had this epiphany of how hard it is to take care of all of your work obligations and your business obligations, and then on top of it, take care of all of your house obligations and your obligations regarding the kids. Let's just say you didn't get it and everything was on me. And let's say I was explaining to you, um, repeatedly like, Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Or, um, I have to do this today. I have to do that today. Today I ran from here and I had to do this. And I had to go to the bank and, I to blah, 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 da, da. and let's say you just didn't get it. And you turn over and you kind of like reach over, you give me the signal and night after night, I'm telling you, like, I'm sorry, babe. I just don't have it in me. Oh, I just have a headache. It's been mm-hmm. such a long day, etc. Do you think that you'd be more receptive to that or the way you put it? Like, yo, no. I'm tired. No, I think you got to say, I am tired and tell the person why you're tired. Like nice I am tired. or aggressive. If, if what do you think? I'm, I'm asking you as a man, what do you think is aggressive. more effective? Aggressive. Because if the tables would turn, I'd be like, look, right now you're getting RTD. I'm tired. Real tired dick. I am not doing nothing. My hand. My dick won't even talk to my hand. That's how tired I am. I have to go to sleep. Why are you being so explicit? I don't okay, know. I don't go know. ahead. But do you know, even like, I was thinking about it today, right? I'm putting the kids to sleep earlier and earlier and earlier. Because I want to go to sleep earlier and earlier and earlier. Today I was like, all right, guys, it's time to go to sleep. They were like, Dad, it's still light outside. I'm like, close your eyes. It won't be light anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's the truth. Uh-huh. But, you know, it. yeah, you, I think you have to. Because like, sometimes when you're too nice, people just be like, oh, maybe she's tired. No, I'm fucking See, tired. I, dis- I know I disagree with you because I think that in order to get what she wants, I think that if she comes across aggressively or harsh, the way that you sounded when you were imitating her, I think that he might take it on as argumentative mm-hmm. and won't really be responsive with his actions. I think that if you're withholding, you know that you're being spiteful, mm-hmm. but if you're withholding and every day it's like, oh my gosh, I have a headache or mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, I'm exhausted or you know, my back hurts or you know, I just don't feel good. It's going to get to a point where he's going to feel badly or say, wow, like this is really affecting her. She's not just angry at me and taking it out on me because you don't want the other person to feel that way because then they develop unrighteously resentment towards you. Meanwhile, you're the one that has all of the right to be mad at them, but it's like this little mind warp gets created and then you kind of just can't get on the same page. And then maybe as a woman, I might sit him down and say, listen, this is what's going on. You know, and I'll talk about the whole traditional marriage that he wants and how that is absolutely not realistic. Like I'm not a robot, like I'm a living being and living beings have our limits. I can't do everything all the time. I'm happy to cook you a meal, but you have to pitch in. We are both working the same amount of hours. I do not have superpowers. So we have to come to terms with this. And I think that when we speak nicely, I think a lot of times it works better than expressing all of the anger that you rightfully have. It's just, um, I think being tactful, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would just say, you know, Try, try, try Gia's way and then try my way. See what works better for you. But okay, I just know that she's stressed out and he needs to step it up because it's gonna you're gonna go it's gonna drive you crazy. You're gonna be stressed out, um, and you're gonna put gears to your life if you're stressed out. That's yeah. all I can say. All Absolutely. Right. 
Well, it's time to get out of here. It's time to go party. Yes. All right. Well, I see you guys later. We'll see you on the next podcast. And me and the snack over here about to head over to the party. Mm-hmm. You got some energy for me later on? No? No. RTD. No. <laughs> R- RTD. You can't call me a snack and then deny me. I'm going to eat you all up. Ooh. Eat me all up? All up. You're going to leave no. anything? No, I leave okay, nothing. got it. Uh, all right, y'all. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. What you should be saying is, hey! <laughs> no, correct that. All right, y'all. I'm DJ MD. <laughs> You didn't like that? Nope. You didn't like that? Nope. I'll see y'all later. And I am Gia Casey. This was the Casey Crew, bitches. <laughs> Toodles. This-